Hey, what's going on? Hey guys, uh, welcome to Worship. Happy Mother's Day, if you guys are joining us right now. Uh, I want to wish you guys a happy Mother's Day. Hope you guys are uh, doing your best to celebrate your moms during this quarantine somehow, some way. Cooking her meal, taking care of all the chores she may be doing around the house, or just somehow honoring her on this day. Um, but today, I want to continue with, uh, with this uh, series we've been talking about called Remembering the Sacred Rest, you know? Uh, we've been uh, we've been going through a lot of things and been hoping that during this quarantine that you're able to uh, in every possible way level up to grow in your spirituality to develop spiritual strength to to discipline yourself during this season when you're stuck at home but i don't want to i want to make sure that even in the midst of doing all these things in the midst of all this work that we're putting in that you don't forget the most important thing which is to remember the sacred rest everybody say sacred rest at home Sacred rest, right? Last week I talked to you guys about how do we remember the sacred rest? What's the thing that we need to do to remember the sacred rest? And we talked about to delight in the Lord. It's how we remember the sacred rest. How do you delight in the Lord? Um, it's something like this. It's like when you're eating a good meal, then you're not just like thanking the person who's made it or you're not just um, thanking the, the, the store that brought it to you, but you're sitting there and you're just delighting in God that He has given you the faculties to enjoy this meal, the ability to enjoy this meal, the finances to enjoy this meal, the company to enjoy this meal, that you're delighting in the process of having these things around you because of God, right? Or it could be something like when you're watching a movie, you're watching a good movie and you're, you're, you're able to just sit back and just rest and enjoy the day. You're delighting in God that you're saying, God, thank you so much that today I had this chance to catch up on this movie I've been wanting to watch for so long. Or you delight with your God when you're outdoors and you're taking a walk and you're looking at nature and you're looking at how beautiful things are and you're like, man, thank you, Lord, that you have made this world and it's so beautiful that you've made it for me to enjoy Right? Or when you're a mom and your children runs in and they're just wishing you Happy Mother's Day. To not to delight in yourself or to be happy about yourself, but to delight in the fact that God's giving you these blessings called children. Right? To love and to uh, cherish. That's how you delight in the Lord on a rest day. But today I want to share with you guys one more thing about what it looks like to honor the sacred rest or to remember the sacred rest. It's called to commemorate. Everybody at home say commemorate. Yeah, that's just a fancy word to say to remember. Okay? All it means is to remember this, to remember God on this day. So what are we to remember? Okay? Two things. Or two things I want to, I want to share with you guys today. Remember where you came from before God. And two, how do we show God that we remember Him? Okay? Two things in which you can participate in honoring the sacred rest, which you can remember to do the sacred rest. It is to remember where you came from before God and remember how to show God that you remember Him during this day. Okay? Those two things, and we're off to a good start. All right, so the first thing, remember where you came from. Open your Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter 5. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses uh, 12 to 15. And this is one of this is um, the actual commandment of called the Sabbath day, remembering the rest day. Okay, and this is what God told through Moses to His people to do. He says, "Observe the Sabbath, verse twelve, by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. 
Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but, the, but on the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your manservant or maidservant, nor your ox, your donkey, or any of your animals, nor the aliens within your gates, so that your manservant and maidservants may rest as you do. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt. It's a key word here. Remember that you were once slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath. The first thing we need to do as we are practicing the sacred rest, okay, is to remember, to commemorate what God has done for us. See, for the Israelites, it was very simple. They were once slaves in Egypt. They were once in bondage. They were once prisoner to the Egyptian monarchs, right? And they could not get out of it, not by their own strength, not by their own abilities. Somebody had to come in and pull them out by their hand because in and of themselves, they are unable to do it. They're unable to free themselves. They needed the hand of grace. And so what God is telling His people to do is on the Sabbath day, on the sacred rest day, what you ought to be doing, one of the ways in which you practice the sacred rest well is that you remember the hand that brought you, the hand of grace that brought you out of your bondage. For the Israelites, he was telling them, remember you were once slaves. I had to come in, perform the 10 plagues on, the, on, the, on, on Egypt, right? And then bring you out of it, okay? So in the same way, what are we to do? How do we remember? So we remember God is that not, we weren't slaves to Egypt, but we were slaves to the bondage of sin. It means that before God came into our lives, before He showed up, we were unable to break out of the cycle of sin, the cycle of bondage, the cycle that kept us focused on ourselves, a cycle that kept us focused on, 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 on running and chasing after things that never brought us any peace or any hope, the bondage that kept us running away from anything that brought us any type of joy, the bondage that kept us far from God, a bondage that kept us worshiping and chasing after every little thing else that we thought was God. On the sacred rest day, God is saying, do you know how you can honor me? Do you know how you can strengthen the sacred rest, remember the sacred rest? On this day, the day you take that rest, remember me. Six days you work, six days you discipline yourself, six days you grow, six days you do what you got to do. But on this day, on this day, remember where you came from, right? That if it wasn't for me, you would still be caught up in that cycle of chasing over and over, okay? So second thing, all right, PTS, cool, I get it. So am I supposed to like on Sunday or whatever day I take my sacred rest, am I just going to sit there all day and just remember, 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 and just kind of spend the whole day doing that? No, no, I didn't say that. Remember, one of the things you got to do on, on the Sabbath rest day is delight in the Lord. But the other thing you got to be thinking about is this, right? You got to be spending some time and thinking, hey, how do I remember God? How can I show God that I remember what He has done for me? So check this out. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 10, verses 17 to 19. This is how God told His people. This is how you're going to show me that you remember what I did for you. Okay? This is how you're going to show me 
that you remember what I've done for you in Egypt. Chapter 10, verses 17 to 19. This is what God says. This is, For the Lord our, your God is, a God of, is the God of gods and the Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality, accepts no bribes. He defends the cause of the fatherless and the widows, and he loves the alien, giving him food and clothing. And you, you are to love those who are aliens, for you yourselves were aliens in Egypt. And he goes on further, Deuteronomy, he, re he reiterates that phrase, Deuteronomy chapter 24, verses 17 and 18. This is what he says. Chapter 24, verses 17 and 18. He says, Do not deprive the alien or the fatherless of justice, or take the cloak of the widow as a pledge. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you from there. That is why I command you to do this. So how do we show God that we're remembering what He did on this day? And for the Egyptians, or for the Israelites, God was saying, I want you to remember three groups of people. The widows, the orphans, and the foreigners. The widows, the orphans, and the foreigners. Why are those people? Because those people in that time were the type of people, were the group of people who could not get themselves out of the mess that they were in. That they were caught up in their cycle of life and without a hand of grace to come in and pull them out, they were unable to be free. A widow, you know, of a woman who lost her husband, she has, all, she has no privilege, no wealth, no title to herself. She is basically dead if there's not for a hand of grace to come in and pull her out. An orphan, pretty much sold into slavery if he was without father or mother or relatives. The orphan needs a hand of grace to bring that kid out. A foreigner, unknown in the land, unable to help themselves when they're in this new place, new language, new business, new commerce, new culture. They can't do anything. Unable to help themselves unless there's a hand of grace to come in and pull them out. And so what God is saying is this. On the sacred rest, not only do I want you to delight in me, delight in the things I've given to you by delighting in me, remembering me in that, but I want you to remember what I've done for you. How do I do that? Remembering those who could not help themselves. Going in there and helping them. So what does that mean for you and me? What does that look like for me, you and me? So on this day, whatever the day you take your sacred rest is, I want you to sit back and I want you to think. I want you to think of how God has saved you, how God has brought you out of the cycle that you're in. Praise the Lord that you are destined for glory. Praise the Lord that you're, that you're fighting and overcoming your battles of chasing and, and the cycle of sin that you're constantly finding yourself in. Praise the Lord that you're recognizing the things you're chasing after are no longer giving you worth and value. Praise God that He has given you something more to move towards to. But how do I show God that I remember that? By remembering and helping to bless somebody. That on this day, you're going to sit back and you're going to think, okay, how, who can I help this week? Who can I be a blessing for this week? Can you imagine if you did this every Sunday or every rest day, that you sit back and you, before you do anything for the rest of the week, you say, I want to think about one person that I can bless and help this week. And you go and you do that. Not because I'm a nice person, not because I just want to do this because I want to show off or be kind, but I'm doing this because of what God has done for me. I want to be a blessing back. That's how you remember. I'll give you some examples. Maybe there's a, uh, there's a dude on the street without food that you've been watching every time you exit the freeway and you know he's there all the time. Maybe this time as you exit from work, if those of you guys are actually leaving for work or you're coming back from the supermarket, 
Maybe buy him something. Or maybe there's a family who would, could use a really great home-cooked meal. Maybe there's a house, there's a group of guys who basically live off of fast food that can use a great, great meal, you know? You can bless them. Maybe you can write a letter of encouragement to somebody who's been discouraged or been kind of depressed because of all of this thing that's been going on and no one's really around, so you just kind of got, maybe put someone, someone in your mind, you write a letter of encouragement or affirmation for them. Or maybe you can think about, or you, you see an organization online that you thought you could be a blessing and hope, help for by contributing financially to them, right? Even youth, if you're youth out there and you're sitting here watching this, like, what can I do? There are so many things that you can do to be a blessing, right? There's so many things you can do to bless somebody. Bless a teacher, bless another youth brother and sister, bless a friend from school. Do something that can be a blessing, right? What God is asking for us to do, and this is how we honor God, simply this. The way we remember what God has done for us is on this day, the day we take our sacred rest, for a moment we say, Lord, you have placed this person on my heart. This week, I'm going to bless them. I'm going to bless them because I want you to remember. I want to know. I I want to thank you for blessing me, for saving me, for giving me life. I want to use that as a blessing for someone else. That's how you do it. So God is really serious about this, by the way. This is how serious he is about this situation. Go to Isaiah uh, chapter 1. This is what happens to the people. Check this out. Isaiah chapter 1. I'm going to share this with you. This is God yelling at his people. They've been in the land. They've been doing their thing. And he's just basically saying, I'm done with you guys. I've had enough with you guys. Isaiah chapter 1. Check this out. And they're, they're doing a lot of cool stuff to this. They're, they're bringing their sacrifices. They're bringing their prayers. They're gathering for celebration. They're doing all this that God told them to do, but he was just not having any of it. And here's the reason why. Isaiah chapter 1, verses 11. This is what God says. He says, The multitude of your sacrifices, what are they to me, says the Lord? I have more than enough of burnt offerings, of rams and the fattened animals. I have no pleasure in the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. Right? He's saying, look, you're, you're giving me all this offering. You're bringing all the tithes. You're bringing all the sacrifices that I've asked for, but I don't want any of it. Your sacrifices, he says, what are they to me? I have more than enough. I don't need them. This is kind of silly because who's the one that told them to bring the offerings and sacrifices? God did. And now that they've done it, he says, I don't want it. Why? Why? Right? Just keep going. Verse 12. When you come to appear before me, who has asked this of you, this trampling of my courts? Stop bringing your meaningless offerings. Your incense is detestable to me. Right? Your new moons, your Sabbaths, and your convocation, I cannot bear your evil assemblies, your new moon festivals, and your appointed feasts. My soul hates. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. You know what he's saying? He's saying, even when you gather to celebrate, even when you gather to give me praise and offering and worship, I don't want it. They're a burden to me, he says. I detest hearing it. And this is funny again, because who told him to gather and to worship? He did. So they're, they're, you're probably like, that's confusing, God. You're telling us to do this, and so we've done it, and now you don't want it. But why is he so mad, though? 
Why does he want their offerings, which is a beautiful thing? Why does he want their gathering and celebration, which is also a beautiful thing? Look, he goes even further. He says this, verse 15, When you spread out your hands in prayers, I will hide my eyes from you. Even if you offer many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash and make yourself clean. And God is saying that even when you pray, even when you come to me with the most intimate discipline of prayer, I will not hear you. I will not listen to you. You know what that means for us? Right? See, we can be doing all these things. We can be trying to level up all these ways. We can be doing our disciplines. We can be giving our offerings. We can, we can be gathering together. And God probably will not be pleased with us because, one, we've probably forgotten the sacred rest. Right? Because we didn't delight in him. But here's the reason why. Here's the reason why he was so mad with Isaiah. Or in the book of Isaiah, he's saying this, it's because you have forgotten somebody. Check this out. Verse 16. Wash and make yourself clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Encourage the oppressed. Defend the cause of the fatherless, the orphans, and plead the case of the widow. Do you know why they were upset? you know why God was upset? He's saying, because you've forgotten the widows, the orphans, and the foreigners. Who are you offering your sacrifices to? They're not to me. They're not, right? Because if they were to me, if they were to me, you wouldn't have forgotten these guys. But since you've forgotten them, it is a clear indication you have forgotten me. Who are you gathering and worshiping and praising to? It ain't to me. It can't be to me, Right? Because when you gather and you worship, you praise, if you're telling me it's to me, then you wouldn't have forgotten the widows, the orphans, and the foreigners. Who are you praying to? It can't be to me, God is saying. Because if you're praying to me, that means in your prayers, you wouldn't have forgotten the widows, the orphans, and the foreigners. But because the Israelites forgotten those people, it meant that they had forgotten what He had done for them. When they, when they have forgotten that, those people, it represented that they have forgotten what God has done for them to pull them out of Egypt. And so when they're worshiping, celebrating, and offering, and praying, God's saying, you're not praying to me. You're not thinking of me. You're not remembering what I've done for you. How do we honor the sacred rest, guys, in the church? How do you honor a Sabbath day fully? Right? It is to remember what your God has done for you. And how do you do that? Spend this day, right? One, last week we talked about delight in the Lord. Go take a walk, enjoy. But as you enjoy, enjoy the fact and delight in God. Like, thank you, Lord. Eat a good meal. Delight in God. But delight in the fact that you have the faculties to enjoy the meal. Delight in God. When you're hanging out with your family. Delight in God that you have this blessing of family. Delight in God when you have these children celebrating Mother's Day with today. Delight in God. Right? But here's the second thing. How do you honor the sacred rest well? Is to remember what He has done for you. And how do we do that? Think about who you can bless. Think about who you can be a blessing for this week. Just one person. That's how easy is that? That you would come and you say, I, I want to bless so-and-so. Not just because I'm trying to earn fame or accolades or not because I'm trying to get them to love me or affirm me. I'm doing it because, God, I remember what you've done for me so who am I not to bless my brother? Who am I not to bless my sister? Who am I not to bless somebody? 
that if our church would do that as a whole, man, we are honoring the sacred rest well. So church, here I, uh, I will end with, with that today. That on this day, would you remember what Jesus has done for you? And would you go and be a blessing for someone this week? Just one person. Think of who they may be and bless that person. Let's pray.